Hey mama, welcome back to another episode of the Wholesome Mama Show. Today I have an episode that has been on my heart for quite some time and I really felt to bring it to you today and that is all around the topic of identity because as a mom we are so focused on everybody else that sometimes we can lose our identity we can lose where we're getting our identity from so that's what we're going to get into today grab your cup of tea let's go Hey mama, do you want to balance maintaining your home, cooking, cleaning, all the things you have to do as a stay-at-home mum whilst being present with your family? Do you find yourself up late at night scattered thinking about all the things you didn't get done and so need to do tomorrow? Is your greatest desire for your littles to know and love Jesus? Hey, I'm Elise. When I became a mum, I felt overwhelmed and wished that I could just stay on top of everything. I wanted to be there for my family and yet all these things still had to get done. I was worried that I would spend this time too busy and miss it until I found the secret, partnering with God, even in our home life. In this podcast, you'll find tactical tips for homemaking, help for your low-tox journey, as well as biblical parenting so that you will find God's joy and experience his peace in motherhood. Welcome to Wholesome Mama. It's time to go grab your cup of tea, reheat it because you know, and let's get into today's episode. So becoming a mum, it can be quite a shock. You go from working full-time for most of us. We we have gone from working full-time, working a job, doing that in that world, in that sphere of life, to then falling pregnant, going through the pregnancy, having a baby, bringing home the baby, and then all of a sudden, you have become a mother. You are now at home responsible for this little life. And while that is the biggest blessing and greatest gift that God can give us, apart from salvation, obviously, a lot of us, we can get so lost in our identities. That's what we're going to get into today. Because a lot of the time we can we struggle, we wrestle with our identity. Who am I? Who am I that now I have gone from this job to a mother? Is that enough? Is it enough for me to be just a mum? And let's talk about just a mum for a moment because that that needs to stop. Quite frankly, the term just a mum needs to stop because there is no such thing as just a mum. Motherhood is what women were created for. Like, yes, we were created for more. But when you actually look at our body, how God designed our body, he designed our body to carry children. He designed our body to bear fruit in the form of children and generations. And I think that that is such an honor. That is such a gift that we have been bestowed, that we have been given by God to carry generations. So there, we really need to stop saying we're just a mum as if it's not 
good enough, as if it's not enough, as if we are somehow above staying at home with our kids, as if we are somehow above not working. We we need to, and it is totally our culture. You know, we've got the hustle mentality. We've got everyone needing the latest and greatest. Like we, when all I wanted to be, now I've got like a thousand thoughts in my head, but I'm trying to slow it down, slow the brain down. All I wanted to be growing up was a mum. I I was not that person who was like, I want to be a teacher. I want to be a nurse. I want to do this. I want to do that. I just had this yearning to be a mum and hold my own baby. And so when, you know, I did, I did obviously go and get a job and do, do things. And when the, when we got married and then we had to walk through my endometriosis journey and all that stuff. And then when it came to us actually starting to try to conceive, you know, we, we had to have a discussion because we were two people on two full-time incomes and we had to have the discussion of, okay, what, what is our life going to look like? You know, and or I just wanted to be home with the kids. So we had to, we had to make that budget work. We had to live simply. We don't, we don't live in a fancy house. We don't live in our dream home, in our dream neighborhood. We don't drive new cars. We do not have the latest iPhone. I think I couldn't even tell you what model phone we have. But that really doesn't, it doesn't compare. I would happily not have that to be able to stay home and raise my babies because I know that one, that's what God has told called me to do and I also know that in that I I can honor him as well and so really being just a mum is like I don't I don't know how to explain but I honestly feel like it's a bit of a slap in the face and you are not you are missing the whole point of motherhood you are missing the whole calling you are missing and I'm going to go into um what God says about motherhood in another episode but you are missing the whole point and you are missing so much that God has for us as mothers in this season of being at home with our babies and now I'm not saying that working is bad I'm not saying that you know to make ends meet I get it But if God has called you to be home with your babies, then he will provide. So let's go back to identity. And I want you to think about where are you getting your identity from? And now I know that you're probably thinking, well, I get it from God. But really, when you really dig deep into yourself and do some soul searching, Are you getting your identity from your followers on social media? 
Are you getting your identity from the amount of followers, the amount of likes, the amount of views? You know, I could I could so easily fall into that or I could so easily fall into getting my identity from the amount of downloads that my this podcast is getting, the um, countries that it's ranking in, what's all the analytics of that. I could I could get bogged down and get my identity from that. You know, I have previously, um, I, I was really seeking my identity from my pastor. You know, if, if my pastor asked me to, to do this or to serve or to speak or to whatever, then that must mean that I'm good enough. That must mean that, that God will use me. That must mean, you know, and I, and it just kind of dawned on me one day, this was ages ago, but it dawned on me that, hang on, I'm, I'm not seeking my identity from God. I'm seeking my identity from what, what my pastor thinks of me. My pastor, who's a human. And so here I am, how many years later, and I have a podcast that is speaking to women all over the world, hundreds of women each week that I, I probably never would have been able to do if I had, if my life had gone how I thought it would. You know, so we can get our identity from, from people, from what others think of us. We can get so caught up in comparison and seeking acceptance from other and our identity in that. You know, we've already, I've shared about, we've gone, as a mother, you've usually gone from working full-time to then being at home. And so maybe you found that you you were seeking your identity. You found your identity. You found who you were in your job. And now that you don't have that job anymore, you don't work that job anymore, you now feel a bit lost. You feel a bit confused. You feel a little bit like, who even am I? I know I'm a mum. I know I'm not just a mum now, but actually, who am I? And it's really important for our children that we find our identity, like we find our identity, because we can get so focused on our kids. But if if our kids have a mum who is insecure, who is a people pleaser who is seeking everybody else's attention, who is seeking acceptance from everybody in the room, who is afraid, who is fearful. Our children aren't going to be able to blossom and flourish the way that they are when we have our identity secured in Christ. And so that's what I want to share with you is I've got 10 verses and so I'll try and get through them as quick as I can um, but I've got 10 verses for you about finding our identity and what the Bible says about finding our identity finding our identity in God and I think there's no 
better verse, then let's go to the beginning of the Bible in Genesis. Let's go back to the beginning. What does the Bible say? It says, Genesis 1, 27 says, So God created mankind in his own image. In the image of God, he created them. Male and female, he created them. That, that alone can stir some feathers, but we're not going to go into that today. <laughs> but God created us in his own image. And when you fully understand that, and this dawned on me at our, not dawned on me, but I got a new layer of understanding of this at our church conference every year our church has a big conference and this year um, my husband and I actually took the time to go down to it and I'm so so glad we did so glad we did because there was just an outpouring of the Holy Spirit and it was nothing like I've ever seen um, anyway and in one of these sessions I and I'm going to be really real with you, but I call myself looking at someone like we're just sitting in the session. I call myself looking at someone and all of a sudden these, I have no other word, but horrible, horrible judgmental thoughts came in my mind. And I was, I was so ashamed that I was thinking it, but I, it was almost like I couldn't help it anyway. And then I felt like God hit me and not like it literally hit me, but speak to me in a boom way um, and said, that person is reflecting my image. That person I have created in my image, just as much as you are in my image, I have created them in my image. They are just a different reflection of my image. You are just a different reflection of my image. You know, and I was very repentant for being judgmental. But, you know, we're human and we do things like that. Um, but then I just got this beautiful revelation of wanting to seek out the image of God in everybody, wanting to seek out what what is it of God that you have in you because there's so much beauty in each and every single one of us. And maybe you you don't feel like me in that scenario. You feel like the person that I was judging. And I want you to know that no matter what the world has said, no matter what anyone has spoken over you, you are created in the image of God. You have been designed and created by him to reflect him there's nothing nothing accidental nothing god didn't miss anything god didn't it's all purpose so that that's a word for someone today so that that is the beginning that is what god said the very beginning of creation he created us in his own image and that should be enough to go well that then is the root of my identity the image of god we really should not need to go further that alone once you get that revelation that alone 
should be enough to kick comparison out, to kick people pleasing out, to keep seeking acceptance out, to, to stop searching for it anywhere else. And to really think, and it became a challenge of mine, okay, how can I reflect God's image today? How can I reflect? And absolutely, I do not get it perfect at all. But I've become wary of it. Okay, how am I reflecting the image of God today? Okay, I'm going to try and get through the rest of these quicker. And I will pop them all up on the blog post. If you didn't know, every single episode has a blog post uh, up on the website. And so I'll pop all these verses on the blog post for this episode. But the next verse is John 15, 15 to 16. I no longer call you servants because a servant does not know his master's business. Instead, I have called you my friends. For everything I have learned about my father, I have made known to you. You did not choose me, but I chose you and appointed you so that you might go and bear fruit fruit that will last and so that whatever you ask for in my name the father will give you but I want to focus on you did not choose me I chose you and appointed you so that you might go and bear fruit so our identity is secured in the fact that we have already been chosen we've already been appointed we're called a friend of God and he has already chosen us, already loves us enough, already has appointed us that we can go and do his will and his work. And this for me was really encouraging in when I was wrestling with a, a couple of years ago, wrestling with this idea of is being a homemaker enough? Is being a stay-at-home mum enough? Because society seems to tell us that it's not. And I've already touched on it. But this verse, so that you might go and bear fruit, fruit that will last. What is the biggest thing for from our life that will last? And it is our legacy. And our legacy gets passed down from our children. So to me, this was like a mandate on my life that I need my life to be bearing fruit and it, so that my children's lives can bear fruit. I want, I want to take each day, every single moment that I can and bear fruit. All right, the next verse is Ephesians 2.10. For we are God's handiwork, created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. I just love that. For we are God's handiwork. You're a masterpiece. You are his handiwork. He created you. Verse number four is John 1 verse 12. Yet to all who did receive him, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. Your identity. A lot of the times in, in this world, our identity can be found in who we are, who our family is. You know, I'm sure 
growing up, you probably had circumstances in your life where people knew you because of your parents, who your parents were. Like people knew me because, oh, that's Rick and Ruth's daughter. Like at church, I was just known as Rick and Ruth's daughter. That's how people knew me. But you can find your identity in being a child of God. If you have received Jesus as your Lord and Savior, then you are a child of God. That, that's what happens. That's what happens. Salvation. That is salvation. And so your identity is secured in the fact that you are a child of God. You don't have to be a slave to the world. You don't have to be a slave to the lies of the enemy, to um, the deception of the enemy, to your sins, to fear, to anxiety, to any of that, because you are a child of God. So your identity is found in who your heavenly father is. The next verse is 1 Peter 2 verse 9. But you are a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, God's special possession, that you might declare the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his wonderful light. And I just love that verse. I just love that we are called God's special possession. You are so valuable and treasured. You might declare the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his wonderful light. Yeah, our identity is found in the light. It's not found in the darkness. He's brought us out of the darkness into the light. All right, I think we're up to verse number six, and that is Galatians 2, verse 20. I have been crucified with Christ, and I no longer live, but Christ lives in me. The life I now live in the body, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. And that, I think, is, is the salvation message so beautifully summed up, that it's not it's not me anymore. I don't need to try and, and work for my identity. I don't need to try and please anyone for my identity. I don't even need to try and please God. Try and do all these works. Yes, I want to please God. I hope you understand what I mean. <laughs> I don't have to do all these works. But by me acknowledging that Jesus died and was raised again, and he died for my sins. I now live in Christ, and Christ lives in me. So our identity is found in Christ who lives in us. All right, I'm running, I know, I'm running a long time, I'm running a long time. All right, we've got a few more to go, so I'll keep trudging through them. Colossians 3, 1 to 2 says, Since then you have been raised with Christ, set your hearts on things above where Christ is, seated at the right hand of God. 
Set your minds on things above, not earthly things. So we need to stop searching worldly things to find our identity. Stop seeking your Stop seeking your identity in social media. Stop seeking your identity in what people are saying about you. Stop seeking your identity in other people who are just mere humans like you. Set your minds on things above. And I think back to the verse in John where it talks about bearing fruit. You know, when you are doing something like cleaning the bathroom, Set your mind on how this is honoring the Lord. When you're vacuuming the floor, set your mind on how how you taking care of your home, how you nurturing your family, how you doing all these things is actually an act of worship to God. Romans 8.37 says, knowing all these things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us and i just love that as a verse to remind us you know of of who we are in christ we're more than conquerors we can we can do anything through him he is our strength even when we are weak even when we are so tired we can't go on even when We can do all things through Christ, more than conquerors. 2 Corinthians 5.17, therefore, if anyone is in Christ, the new creation has come. The old has gone, the new is here. I think we've already kind of talked about that. And with Christ living in us now, we don't have to be buried under fear and anxiety and worries and that he has renewed our mind. He is our strength. And the last one is Psalm 139.14. And it says, I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful. I know that full well. Now, and this goes back to the first verse, that we are created in his own image. We are created. We didn't just somehow evolve. We didn't just somehow come here. You were created. You were specifically designed and created to be here on this earth at this time. God has appointed you. He has called you. He's purposed you so that you would reflect his image at this time. He's given you these children he already knew at the beginning of time and he gave you these children for you to create a legacy with them and bear fruit that will last through the generations. So I pray that this episode helped you to really think about where where you were getting your identity from because it's one thing to know and I, I was so guilty of this, to know that our identity comes from God, to know that, yeah, God made me. So I know, I know, I know the right things to say. And someone asked me, where am I getting my identity from? I know the right things to say. But really in the day-to-day areas of my life, 
Am I really searching the word of God? Am I really searching what God says about me for my identity? Because it's so easy to slip into what someone else is saying, what someone else is not saying, comparison, what's happening on social media, all those things, what what you were working at at your job and now you're a stay-at-home mom and trying to figure that out. Now, I would just encourage you to go to the word of God, find something. If one of these verses really resonated with you, then write it on a sticky note and stick it up somewhere to remind yourself every single day of who you are. So, Mama, I pray that that blessed you. I pray that you will take that and hide those words in your heart that you would understand and get a new layer of revelation of who God says you are, of who he's called you to be, that you are more than just a mum, that this is a season that he has called you to, to honour him and reflect his image in your home while you, while you nurture and care for your family. So have a beautiful week and I will be back here with you next week, same place, same time. Be blessed. Well, that wraps up another episode and I pray that you were blessed by today's conversation and really got something out of it for you to take into your motherhood this week. If you did get something out of today's episode, please subscribe, leave a review so I know that you're loving the show. You can also come and chat on Instagram. The handle is at Wholesome Mama. And don't forget, we have a Facebook community too with mums just like you who are in the trenches of mothering littles. So come and join us over there as well. The link for everything is always in the show notes. Have a beautiful week, mum. Be blessed and I will be with you next week.